Welcome to the Language 180 podcast. Today I want to ask the question, what makes a successful language learner? Is it brains? Social or cultural awareness? Memorability? Discipline? Well, yeah, it's all of the above in part. But I'm convinced it's way more than that. In fact, these aspects of language ability or aptitude in the end are overtaken by something far more significant, our attitude. I call this we get to do this. And that's not to be confused with we have to do this. Do you see the difference? Well, let's be honest, not many of us get very excited about having to learn new words and grammar in a new language. But what if we dug a little deeper into our motivation and discovered a different reason to learn language? I love the way Tom Brewster, who co-authored the famous Language Acquisition Made Practical or LAMP book, how he put it. I'm convinced that as newcomers enter a culture with a kind of orientation that puts a focus on relationships, they can get deeply involved in very, very meaningful relationships, and they not only can, but must do it from the very first day, right from the outset. If they don't, then they're just going to be tourists. What a great perspective. In the end, the language investment that we are making is not in the words and grammar. It's in the, it's in the people who speak them. And somehow, I, I think there's a strong relationship between how we view our investment Is it in the words or in the people who speak them? And our motivation or even our attitude that we come with. So to ask it again, what makes a successful language learner? Well, aptitude plays a part, but attitude plays a bigger part. Consider our thankfulness. Are we not thankful that we have the resources to be able to learn our neighbor's language? Do we not deeply desire to reach a level of fluency so that we can share the gospel? So let me say it one more time, fellow language learners in Christ, we don't have to do this. We get to do this. I am sad when I hear people talk about testing out of language and then they just take their foot off the gas. They stop learning as if minimum expectations were all that were required to do and therefore that's all they ever did. And their minimal language just keeps them in the shallow end of ministry. They never really improve because honestly, it's just not important to them. I call this an entitlement attitude, one that expects and therefore only reaches minimum standards. This is a tragic perspective. Sure, we have a minimum standard, but friends, the minimum standard in a language shouldn't be the end point. Rather, it should be our baseline, our springboard for really taking off in our language and ministry. So let me say it again. By God's grace, we get to learn to share our faith in another language and reach out to our lost neighbors. So how do we cultivate a we-get-to-do-this attitude? Well, it all starts well before we learn our first word. Let me explain. If we have a habit of regularly sharing our faith now, where we are, we will continue to do so as a part of our language learning practice. And this practice, this affection, this passion, this motivation will drive us not to learn the language per se, but to proclaim the gospel to our lost neighbors in their language as we learn it. And therefore, we will be thankful for every class we attend and every word we learn and use that puts us on this path toward fluency. I truly believe that this grateful attitude, this thankfulness, is the best litmus test for determining our long-term language learning and capacity and success. Our purpose is to tell the good news, and that purpose is what compels us 
to learn the language so that we can tell it. If we are walking in our calling, regularly telling the good news to those around us, our language learning becomes a part of that joyful process of gospel proclamation. We start with what we know, mistakes and all. Our weakness is God's strength. And as we take the next faithful step, we know that the gospel is true and sustains our testimony by the power of his word and spirit. Language learning is no easy task, nor does it lend itself to quick results. It requires endurance and patience and humility, discipline, faith, and wisdom. The task of language learning has the capacity to strip us of our confidence and our purpose and desire. It's so easy to lose sight of the goal. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Run in such a way as to win the prize. Have you ever done something that is so difficult? Though you love it and have a passion for it, it's just so hard to do. Proclaiming the gospel in another language is hard. It's insanely hard. I've heard getting to the gospel in a conversation described as seven seconds of insanity. Ratchet that up a few notches when trying to do it in another language. We endure the challenges of language learning setbacks when we don't feel the progress. But with every gospel story we tell and every passage we explain, we find joy in inviting people to follow Christ. Let's not confuse our goal. Our goal is not competence in language learning. Our goal is fluency in proclaiming the gospel. What do I mean by this? One language learner recently told me that her entire first four-year term was being overshadowed by a proficiency level that she was told to reach. Well, I responded with this word of encouragement. Please do not let language proficiency goals distract us from our overall goal, the ability to proclaim and teach the gospel in our new language. Everything we do in language learning is to become fluent in our interpersonal communication of the gospel. Our first goal, therefore, is to get to a point where we can begin to do this. This means more than working through a single prepared presentation. It means working through multiple simple gospel passages. We must learn to tell them and explain them simply and dialogue about them informally. We must be able to talk about how the gospel impacts our lives in simple words of testimony. This is gospel fluency, and rest assured that this gospel fluency goal most certainly correlates with the proficiency levels that we are trying to reach. So to recap, what makes a successful language learner? Well, it's the attitude of thankfulness that we have for the resources and the coaching and the language help. It's when our sights are set on moving beyond minimum expectations and when we cultivate and sustain a habit of regularly sharing the gospel. It's when we love our neighbors and get involved in their lives, when we converse the gospel with them through all scripts of life. It's when our focus is on people and not just words and grammar. And when our goal, therefore, is gospel fluency in the language and not just on getting by that's when our attitude starts to shift from we have to do this to we get to do this. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Language 180 podcast. Join us the next time.